0: Attention listeners, the MFAP podcast features adult language and numerous spoilers. Listener discretion advised. On today's episode, we've watched 2003's Phone Booth and 2016's Death Race 2050. So don't piss off the hookers. Drive, 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 kill, kill, kill! And enjoy the show. Alright, what's up guys? Welcome back to another great edition (laughs) of... Of the that Movies Are, are Made to Be podcast, otherwise known as the MFAB Podcast. As always, I am Aaron. And I am Gavin. And just thanks for joining us again today.
1: Um, got a couple sexy movies for you today, folks.
0: Yeah. Um, first one up is something psychological.
1: Something thriller. Psych- psychological.
0: Psychological thriller. Yeah. Nothing too action-packed.
1: Just something... Would that... you call it a brilliant psychological thriller? <laughs> like it says right on the cover.
0: <laughs> I would... Who called it that? Was that Peter Travers?
1: Uh, That would have been Earl Dittman. From Wireless Magazine.
0: Oh, Wireless Magazine. Ooh, okay.
1: Since when are they rating movies?
0: I don't know. Since this one has to
1: deal with, like, wireless Wireless. cell phones
0: and shit.
1: Actually, it had to do with a phone booth. Okay, yeah.
0: Because this movie was
1: called... Phone Phone Booth.
0: Booth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, first movie up is 2002 or 2003's Phone Booth. um, Directed by Joel Schumacher. Starring Colin Farrell, Forrest Whitaker, Kiefer Sutherland, and some small roles by Katie Holmes and Radha Mitchell.
1: Yeah. What they were all is? in that movie. Yep, they were. I wonder if that other Radha Mitchell had done anything else. Probably. Usually actresses do more than one thing. You never know, though, sometimes. This is true. Like, I myself have only been in two movies. <laughs> <laughs> Which we need to do. No. Yes. No. Yes. So what's this movie about, yeah. <laughs> it's, Well, it's right about into a phone this. booth.
0: I have a feeling it's about a phone booth. It's a psychological thriller it's about a phone booth. A so. brilliant psychological thriller about So yeah, um, this movie starts off with a nice satellite zoom in. Um, start in outer space. The satellite zooming into New York City, Times Square.
1: Wait, so it wasn't a satellite that was on like an assembly line? And then zoom into something else? It was a satellite that was out in space? Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm just making sure. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: i see what you're doing there you're being an asshole Yeah, right? I was being <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah, okay that's what i do you know awesome <laughs> um yeah we zoom into times square it's hustle and bustle everybody's got cell phones now um, yeah. pay phones are pretty much
1: going extinct that's pretty much the whole gist of it was yeah everyone has a cell phone and then boys to men yeah. and <laughs> yes group of Break dudes dancing. harmonizing yes on the sidewalk for some reason yes because this was new york in the 90s that's, yep that's what happened well, late 90s early 2000s, so they yeah, kind of thing. blended
0: together, yeah. yeah. like I, I look back on this and I'm like, good God, these were the styles that we used to wear back in the yeah, day. Yeah, like the phones. Yes, like these are not the cell phones everybody knows nowadays. These, these are, are the, clearly not smartphones. No, these are the flip phones with the fucking pull-out antennas that you were so badass if you could play <laughs> Snake on them. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> Got top score in that shit. People are going to find one of these phones 100 years from now and it's still going to have 98% battery left in it. <laughs> Um, the yeah, last. This is all about how payphones are becoming extinct, and
1: was it though? Was it really?
0: Kind of. I mean, people were still using them, but uh,
1: this is kind of the story about the last phone booth in New York City. And um, for those millennials out there that don't know what a phone booth is, yeah. it was a booth that you would go into and urinate, <laughs> and then if you really, really needed to, you would drop coins into the machine and use the phone. I have know. a feeling people did a lot more than just urinate in there. There's probably some defecating going on, yeah, too. Yeah, probably some gross sex. And, yeah, use you know. needles. Yeah, you know. I'm guessing.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Phone, pay, pay phone. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, cool. look at that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is about the last phone booth in New York City. It's just kind of chilling there. And we're going to follow the story of the last person to use this pay phone. Because it's literally slated for demolition the next day.
1: Yeah, there's a voiceover talking about how... Well,
0: that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everything you just said. Yeah. There's a voiceover talking about <laughs> everything you yeah. just said. So we kind of, like, follow a roving camera shot through the crowd, and we meet our main character, Stu. Stuart. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, yep. He is a publicist. And a douchebag. Yes. Big-ass like, douchebag. You can
1: tell he's a douchebag right off the bat.
0: Yep. Because he's got that, like button-up shirt that's, like, only buttoned up to, like, the top two buttons.
1: Yeah, got, got a little, little chest show. A little chest yeah. show,
0: yeah. He's got his... Got the greased-up hair. Yep, stupid sunglasses a, on.
1: Wearing a nice suit with, you know, cranberry red fucking <laughs>
0: shirt. Oh, yeah. Um, but he's always on his phone. He's, you know, calling, making connections or whatever or a making publicist Making deals does. And,
1: um, um, Hooking up, like, actors with auditions and shit. Yeah. Um,
0: but they do a lot of fun stuff with these phone calls. They do a lot of picture-in-picture. Picture. Yeah, they do a lot of that in this movie. That was kind of neat, how, like, you see his... You know, your screen is him talking, and then all of a sudden, boop, another picture will slowly pop up in a corner, and that's who he's talking to. Yeah. So, I think that was really cool and nicely done. Um But, yeah, he's just fucking busy, busy, busy. It's
1: just talk, 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 yeah. talk. Yeah, and, and he's, he's got, got an assistant who's pretty much doing all the grunt work.
0: Yeah, just... But he's got, like, two bags on him. Yeah, and he's like holding, like, four phones, phones. yeah. <laughs> um... So yeah, he enters his phone booth, he t- he tells his assistant, you know,
1: go off. Oh, uh, we should not skip over the the wrapper. Oh my god. And the limo. Yes. How did I not write that down? Because yeah. this is late, late 90s, early 2000s, and there's this uh, scrawny white dude who's supposed to be like... Eminem. Yeah, Eminem yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Except way lamer.
0: Way lamer, way scrawnier, way whiter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like the two biggest thuggish bodyguards yeah, like in, the yeah. two hugest dudes <laughs>
1: yeah. you could possibly yes. find let's throw him next to him in the limo <laughs>
0: yeah and he's what trying to like reserve a club for his release party or whatever yeah, yeah so that was funny just didn't want to gloss over that though no. yeah that was amusing oh yeah that was so yeah after that he kind of tells his assistant you know you should really wear a suit and he's like oh I don't have one and he like kind of whips out some cash and here go buy one yeah and go buy a fucking suit I'll see I'm you rich, later. Yeah.
1: and you're a piece of shit
0: <laughs> I'll talk to you later so he goes into this phone booth, and he takes off his wedding ring. Notice yeah. that. Oh, oh yeah. But they made a big
1: deal out of that. Yeah.
0: He, as he steps in there, this pizza guy comes up to him. It's like, hey, get your pizza here. He's like I didn't order a fucking pizza. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's already been paid for. So the next person you step in this booth. Should take
1: the pizza, which go around the corner, give it to a homeless
0: guy, yeah. do whatever. And
1: he's like, I would, but they think I'm poisoning enough. <laughs> You know that fat fuck ate it himself, too. Yeah. Because that's a... Was that a thing in the late 90s? Would, like, pizza delivery drivers, like, poison pizzas and give it to homeless people? I don't know. I mean, was that a thing in New York? Maybe. I just
0: wondered about that, because... There probably was, like, some underlying news stories that they were making fun of there. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember hearing anything. I know about all the, like, fingers found in, like, chili and stuff in the early 2000s from, like, Wendy's and shit. Yeah, but that was more, like, industrial accident.
1: Yeah. I always wondered, like, yeah. I don't know. I could see how that would be happening. I mean, we all know killing homeless people is a sport. <laughs> but that's just doesn't... That takes all the fun out of it if you're giving them free food at the same time.
0: Are you alluding to our next movie with that comment? <laughs> killing maybe, <people> maybe not. <laughs> maybe? Okay. Wink, wink. Anyways. So, yeah, he just kind of says, blows off this pizza dude, whatever. Which I'm like, dude, it's a free fucking pizza.
1: Take it. Yeah, the fat kid, I mean, wants it. Right. It's <laughs> Why didn't you take it? Right. Stupid. Didn't want to get grease on his nice suit? Probably not, but... Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that guy leaves, and he calls this girl Pam. Well, um, you can tell he's being shady about it. Yeah. I mean, so this is, like, clearly, like, a mistress or something.
0: It's like, if it's his girlfriend, his wife, client, you don't really know for sure, yeah. but he did take off his wedding ring, which is kind of weird, so... Yeah. So, yeah, he kind of tells her, talks to her about some stuff, So I can't make it to see you or whatever, but we'll talk to you tomorrow or yada yada
1: he's making up all these lies like oh i moved a meeting around so i could you know be with you and hang out and shit Mm -hmm.
0: blah blah blah
1: he wants to bang her you can tell bullshit but
0: after that he hangs up with her and the phone rings and what do you do when the phone rings you answer it of course why not right and it's this creepy voice yeah it's really creepy voice um and he's mad that he didn't take the pizza
1: and how rude he was to the pizza delivery guy. Right, yeah.
0: So you instantly know he's watching him from somewhere. And at first he's just kind of like, I don't know who the fuck you are, buddy, but just leave me the fuck alone. I'm like, right there, wouldn't you just fucking hang up the phone? Yeah, be done with it, walk away. Like, you, you don't know what's going to happen next, but I mean, even so, you don't know this person, just hang up. Yeah. Simple. Movie's over in But he minutes. doesn't.
1: He definitely doesn't. Nope. He stays on the phone and uh, listen to him talk for a little bit. Yep.
0: And this guy starts talking about his wife. Yeah. Kelly. Kelly.
1: So this was not the chick he just called. Yeah. The chick he just called was Pam. Yeah. the struggling um, an actress.
0: And this is where he hangs up. Yeah. But the dude calls right back.
1: And what do you do? Why does he re-answer? I don't know. At this point, I would have been like, nope. Out. Peace. Nope. I'm making a run for it. Walk so, away. Yeah,
0: he picks it back up. And he starts asking this guy, you know, what do you want? How do you know about me? Whatever. We find out, or at least this guy says that he's an actor. Yeah. So, were
1: wow. you, you a client that I had that, you know, couldn't make it, so I dropped you or whatever?
0: I can't remember. Was he a client?
1: Well, that's yeah. what the guy kept saying. Okay. But then later on, he's like, no, I'm not really an actor. No, I'm just fucking with you, man. Ah!
0: Um, But he wants him to call Pam, the chick yeah. he inis- initially called. Yeah, he knows way too fucking much. Yep. So, the voice <laughs> calls her. And I don't know how he's doing this. Like, he calls her. Are you a
1: three-way call? Oh, yeah, okay. I mean, it's not that hard. I
0: never had much experience with pay phones, are you?
1: Or phones in general? Nope. <laughs> um, so, he, well, he pretty much puts it on a three-way call because he mutes out Stu. Right. He doesn't let him talk at all. Okay. But he's talking to Pam, and he's telling her all this shit about, you know, Stu's a fucking married man, and he's a liar. And yep. And Stu can hear all this, but he can't talk. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know. Well, he can Um, talk, but only to the voice. Right. So the voice ends up wanting him to call Kelly.
1: You call him the voice, too, throughout this whole thing, right? Yep. So did I. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, I didn't know what else to call him. Creepy guy? Like, I I know who he is. I don't want to write out creepy guy every time, so I just write out voice. Yeah, so so the voice wants him to call his wife, Kelly. Um, And he has his cell phone there, his wicked awesome Motorola flip phone.
1: Oh, we did miss the part where the trick walks up. This is. I'm just about to get to that, because I
0: have... Voice wants him to call Kelly, Hooker mad. See, I got
1: trick, stops by the phone booth, and then Voice wants him to call Kelly.
0: Well, she came back, she went, yeah, she came up and then left and then came back again, and she's still pissed off. Yeah. So It's like,
1: okay, this crazy hooker. Yep. It's like, she needs that phone apparently, that mm-hmm. exact same phone, and he's not going to get off the phone because shit's going down. So. Right.
0: So, yeah, he calls Kelly on his cell phone while he's still talking with the Voice, so he's like double fisting phones right yeah. now. Um, at this point the hook like hookers are pounding on the booth now like a couple more have joined in so it's like yeah she went and know. got full on hooker force yep <laughs> they all like the head back ga- over we need to look that up what is a group of hookers called to refer a to guy guys gaggle a that's flock. a kid's geese well, i'm I know sure hookers fall in the same vein <laughs> i kind of want to look that up a flock of hookers a flock of hookers like a herd of hookers i'm gonna look that up as we speak <laughs> so there's got to be an answer for that somewhere um
1: Oh, I love it. Because she, uh, the first hooker is like pounding on the door and like he has it cracked a little so he can talk to her. Mm -hmm. But then he like slams it shut eventually. And she's like, Oh man, you made me hurt my dick hand. Oh yeah. (laughs) And walks back over to get more. He says a lot of
0: fucking weird, funny stuff. So. Alright. So yeah. The voice tells him, If he hangs up, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. So now you're like, Holy shit.
1: And he cocks his gun. And you can. Which he does a lot of times in this movie. Right. That gun gets cocked so many times. He's just sitting there cocking the gun, I think. (laughs) He's like, Like, I like how it feels. Yeah. Uh, You like that sound? (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: he had a reason for doing it because it's like, now you know like I'm ready and it's really... But he did it way too much. He did,
1: yeah. Like, he cocked that gun like at least, I mean, throughout the movie at least eight to ten times. He shot that gun twice. (laughs) Was it only twice? The robot? (laughs) No, he shot more than that. No, he shot the robot... Okay. And then the part we're getting up to. Okay.
0: Yeah. And he shot him more than that, too.
1: Okay, three times. Yeah. Right? I think. Because he shot through the phone booth to hit his ear to give him a warning. Yep. Then he shot the robot that was standing Mm -hmm. up the door. And then, yeah. Okay, so three times. But he cocked that gun like ten times. Yeah, he cocked (laughs) it like 47 times, yeah. There was no reason for him to be cocking the gun that much.
0: Ah, here it is. (laughs) This is from Yahoo Answers the best answer for what do you call a group of prostitutes like a school of fish or flock of birds somebody said the best answer is a harem of hookers oh, a harem yeah. or a plethora of prostitutes a school of sex workers or a bevy of bitches
1: a bevy of bitches I like that one <laughs> yeah or a stable of whores that too yeah I
0: I don't, know, I don't think there's a legitimate answer so it's just whatever your preference yeah. is but yeah I figured there would be something at least but <laughs> it's, what, oh. it's
1: what your preference to calling groups of whores are <laughs> I know we all have one. Let's
0: bring a whole bevy of bitches over here. <laughs> so, um, yeah, back to that. We were talking about how he shoots his toy robot, you know, because at this point, Colin's like, oh, you could just, you know, have, be making a noise with the gun. You, you yeah, don't you don't have a gun. You take a shot, everyone's going to freak the fuck out. Right. It's like, look around you. Like, everybody around him is on their phones. They don't know, even notice that he's in the phone booth. And there's, like, this little toy robot that he shoots. Which I thought that was a
1: nice shot when the robot was, like, walking up to the phone booth. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, slowly going. It was a wide shot. So oh, was, yeah, very, very wide, yeah. That was a really nice shot. He scares him,
0: and Stu's starting to freak out by now, and this is when he sees the little dot on him, the little laser yeah. reticle. So he kind of knows, like, oh, shit, this guy's for real. Yeah. And he tells him about all these, like, recent killings that happened. Like, oh, did you hear about that, you know, accountant on the subway? Or that other,
1: you know, broker Greenwich villager or whatever? Yeah, he explains why they died. Yeah. He's like, well, this one didn't do this and fucking wouldn't give the money back, so we killed him. Yeah. You know?
0: They were all me. They weren't mere accidents. They were all me. Yeah. So this guy's fucking serial killer. Yeah. Pretty much. Well, yeah. Very smart serial killer. Um, <clears throat> and this is when the uh, harem of hookers <laughs> come back with their pimp. The stable of whores <laughs> return with their <laughs> bouncer friend. Yes. Um, and they keep harassing Stu. And... Stu's like, you know, reason with this. Or the voice is like, reason with this guy, Stu. Gotta give him, gotta get him away. Yeah. So he tries and giving
1: give him money. He's like, just, I need this phone. I yep. need it indefinitely. Please just take like 150 bucks or whatever and walk yeah. away.
0: Tries to give him his watch. Like,
1: and then the bitches are like, no, don't let
0: him, you know, beat you.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: the <laughs> guy goes and gets a bat, comes back, and uh, the voice is like, just give me the word and I'll take him out or whatever. So like Stu eventually, you know, is like, okay, okay, whatever. Gives him the word and Yeah. Shoots him right in the
1: back. Shoots the bouncer to death yep. with one shot.
0: And the guy just falls. And everybody's like starts the hookers start yelling at him, like you shot my baby daddy. Or daddy. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like, I don't was your baby daddy. No.
0: But yeah. So this everybody's freaking out now. Like the, the street's kinda clear a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um Stu's, like, secretly calling 911 on his cell phone at this point. Yeah,
1: which, wow. I mean, someone just got shot and killed. I'm sure the cops are going to be there either way. Yeah,
0: either way. So, but he can't really talk to them, so the voice is telling him, you know, how he noticed Stu and how he followed him and a bunch of other stuff, like why, what's led up to this point, yeah. how he knows that he's, you know, quote-unquote, kind of cheating
1: on his wife. He's guilty of inhumanity against other people.
0: Okay, um, and this is where the voice like shoots his ear, yeah, like just grazes
1: it. Just to prove he's a really good shot. Yeah, kind of like Mike he Tyson's
0: can... his ear, because <laughs> like, you're still there, but there's a nice little chunk and blood coming yeah, out a good of it. Chunk, so. of yeah. Um, this is at this point the cops arrive and we have a standoff now, yeah. Because Stu will not leave this booth. No, he can't. No, well, he he's going to die if he does. Yep. So, um the voice says that he was a Vietnam vet Stu starts to sympathize with him now
1: um but he's not a vet he's not he's just <laughs> pulling his leg again he's like I have to be like 50 years old <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. he's just being a dick he's just fucking with him the whole time this is
0: where we meet our police captain good old left eye good old droop eye droop eye <laughs> Whitaker my favorite meme with him I know you've seen it when it's a picture of him and it's like when you take DayQuil and NyQuil at the same time <laughs> <laughs> You it's get Forrest Whitaker's face. Just horrible. <laughs> he's just, an amazing actor. Yes, he he's a very good actor. You would think you cannot like somehow get a
1: lazy eye that bad fixed. Yeah, but I guess yeah, that's signature. I mean, it's the signature. It is. It's how he's. Same been. reason Owen Wilson has like a jacked up nose. <laughs> yeah. Like get that shit fixed, <laughs> right? <laughs> You're rich. Do it. <laughs> so yeah, um,
0: Captain Raymond is that his name? I just called him Forrest because I thought they're, Raimi Captain Raimi. Raimi comes up and starts talking to Stu. Stu won't give up who he's talking to. He's, you know, he's like, just leave me the fuck alone, whatever,
1: blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And this voice seems to know a lot about him, too. Yes. Yeah. He's telling uh, Stu to do all this, like, fucked yep. up shit, Say this mm-hmm. fucked up shit. Yeah. It's like, oh, you can't please, tell him he can't please his wife. If <laughs> that's why she divorced you or whatever, Ask yeah. him if he uh, harms himself or masturbates. Oh, yeah, that's what
0: I've ever known. Voice wants Stu to ask about his failed marriage and if he jacks off now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It's like, wow, that's pretty and fucked the, up, dude.
0: You see Fort Whitaker just go sad face like, Yeah. How'd you know about that?
1: It's like the other side of his face goes yeah. droopy from him. <laughs> Um,
0: This is where news crews start showing up now. So Stu's like on TV. And the captain's all, you know, wants to find out who the fuck he's talking yeah, to. They're so, trying to tap the
1: phone. Yep. And they're trying to do whatever they can, can to figure out who's on the other line, too. Yep. They have so, this little subplot, too, of uh, that other negotiator. Yeah. The bald guy. Mm, the uh, Donnie
0: Wahlberg-looking motherfucker. Yeah.
1: yeah, Like, which didn't go anywhere. No, I didn't get that at all. It was completely pointless of the which, story. Which fucked
0: me up, because his name was Raymond. Was it? I think that's where I got it. Like, his name's Raimi, and this, and... Because the one black cop was like, oh, here comes Raymond, or whatever, and I'm like, I thought that was Raymond. What the fuck's going on here? I don't here? know. We so, all know fucked up Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, Stu's cell phone rings now. Um, he can't risk answering it because if he goes for his phone, they've got sharpshooters on the roofs that yeah. think he's reaching for a gun because the hookers are like, he's got a gun, he shot my, oh my God. pot. Oh my God. So annoying. Yeah, very annoying. At this point, Kelly shows up, his wife, because she saw him on TV or whatever. Yeah. And she starts talking with Raimi and Stu sees that she's there or whatever and he's, Raimi's like, we got your wife here. And obviously... The voice sees she's there too.
1: Yeah. It's like, oh, so that's why you didn't pick up your phone because you knew it wasn't your wife. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stu's like, that's
0: not my wife. Get that crazy bitch out of here. Yeah, talking all kinds of nuts shit. Yep. Just trying to, you know, just trying to save her, I guess. Um, the voice starts telling him that Kelly might be cheating and if he would really miss her. He knows something about Kelly too or whatever. Like, I I don't have too much more elaborate written down on that. I don't remember that that much either. The the whole point of this movie it's very dialogue based, scripting, drama. There's not a lot of action to it. Yeah.
1: See, at this point, I wrote down these cops are fucking clueless. Yep. Because Kelly's like, you know, that's my husband and fucking, why is he saying all this shit? And Mm -hmm. they're like, no, get this lady out of here. She's. (laughs) Yeah. She's like, showing pictures and stuff, but it's like. Colin Farrell, <laughs> Stu looks just terrified on this fucking phone. Yeah. And he's talking to someone this entire time and they don't kinda get the inkling that eh, maybe he uh maybe he's on the phone with someone. Right. You know? Like come on. might be blackmailing or threatening him or something.
0: Like if I'm Stu, I'm like trying to like you know, quietly like point with my fingers like somebody in the
1: window. Or blink Moore's code or mouth help me or something. Yeah. You know? Looks like he
0: saw where the dot was coming from
1: yeah so he knows which direction just like turn that way and
0: with your hand behind your back be like, yo he's up there yeah. somewhere go fucking look up there
1: but um but at this point they're fucking clueless Cops yeah because they show. can't
0: tap the line this guy the voice is like encoded it super super good he's really smart somehow um, and this is where Stu just shuts up he won't talk yeah it's like maybe if I don't talk nothing so the voice starts threatening him with killing Kelly. Says, tell her about the infidelity, and then let them go. And let her go. Yeah, he'll let everyone go. Yep. So he tells her. He, you know, sticks his head out the booth and says, yo, there's a girl, whatever, yada, yada,
1: yada. I haven't fucked her yet, but I want to fuck her. Yep. <laughs> Everything's
0: <laughs> cool. I haven't touched her. Yeah. But the thoughts are there. We're all good. Um, the voice changes his mind. He's like, nah, I'm not going to let him go. Yeah, you nah, sucker. Fuck know. you. So, Stu hangs up. And it rings again. <coughs> this is where Stu steps out of the booth. Um, and Captain kind of sees the dot on Kelly now. Yeah,
1: sees it right on her forehead. Yep.
0: And uh, Captain's like, go ahead, answer the phone. It's okay. Answer the phone. So he does. And This is where Captain Ra- Raimi's like, all right, we need to, you know, somebody go look up in those buildings. Scout yeah. those buildings for, you know, whatever. This is where the voice tells Stu look up in the ceiling was a shadow of a gun. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So you're going to be blamed for shooting that bouncer guy. Yeah, because there is a gun in there. Um, and this is where he tells Stewie, he's like, hey, look over here. I'm in this window, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, all you got to do is grab that gun and shoot, shoot me.
1: Yeah, you know, just shoot this uh, building that's, you know... Fucking halfway across the street, forever shit. away, right? You know, since you're clearly a PR guy with like perfect fucking aim, <laughs> yeah. why don't you shoot me in this window where I can't be seen through these curtains? Yeah, um, I'm sure you'll hit me. And then he ends up saying, he's "Like, yeah, I'm just fucking with
0: you. you yeah. If you would have done that, you would have shot, you know, ruined some old lady's day unless she's watching her soap or whatever. You know, I'm not going to tell you where I'm at." Um, at this point, Pam arrives, Katie Holmes' character. The voice is still trying to get him to grab the gun. It's like, come on, Stu, go Throws ahead. Throws up the grab option
1: him. of, like, I'm going to shoot one or the other. Yep.
0: Pam or Kelly? You Choose. decide. Um, this is where Stu secretly calls Kelly on his cell. Which, I don't know how he's able to, like, secretly do this in the voice, not see him.
1: Well, he went to pick up his wedding ring that was on the ground, and then, as he was crouched down, he, oh, yeah, you that's know, right. pulled this phone out of his pocket and dialed real quick. That's right, that's right. And this is where...
0: Kelly kind of tells the captain about, you know, I got a weird call this morning at my store. And Captain Ramey's like, yeah, we need that phone list. Maybe we can find him through there. He goes back to talk with Stu. Stu can't tell him shit. And he's like, if I tell you anything, the voices, they're going to shoot. Whatever. Yeah. Um,
1: Forrest kind of hints that he knows what's going on. Yeah. At and he's, this like, point.
0: he's like, don't worry, your lawyer's on his way down here. Wink, yeah, wink. Yeah. Your lawyer? <laughs> True, yeah. Wink. <laughs> um, Stu goes for the gun, orders him to tell the truth or whatever. Says he can't redeem himself. This is when his assistant shows up, Adam. I don't really think he had had much once he showed up.
1: Yeah, no, he didn't do shit.
0: No. Stu kinda bears his soul at this point. Yeah. You know? I think
1: that's the only reason his assistant was there, so Yeah. When he yelled out the window everything that was wrong with him. Yeah. His assistant could hear. He's Everyone like, would be able to hear.
0: I treat this kid like shit. And Adam's like, oh, okay. I guess I can go now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> am I, am I <laughs> looks over at the director. Am I done? Are we good? Okay, <laughs> <I> said, later. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll just go this way. Slowly backs out <laughs> of the crowd. <laughs> About how he basically says how he's a liar, he's a manipulator, he's a fake, he's really just a douchebag. He's a piece of shit. This is when Captain Raimi finds out where the voice
1: is. Yeah, they've traced the call from earlier in the day when he called Kelly. Yep. And then he sends like a SWAT group in to like get the guy. Yep. This is At which st- point he tells Stu, hey, your lawyer's on the way. And Stu's all like, oh, they're coming to get you, motherfucker. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stu talk, starts talking shit. Like, why would you do that? Yep. Yeah. It's like, oh, the cops are on the way. Yep. If you're going to run, do it now. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: <laughs> so Stu grabs the gun, heads out of the booth, and he's, uh, starts, oh, he orders him to shoot. He's like, go yeah. ahead, fucking shoot me. Yeah, and don't kill one of don't kill Kelly or you know Pam. Just kill me. I'm the one you want. Shoot me and Stu gets shot. Yeah. And you just kind of see him like, go, and then fall back slow mo. Yeah. And then we cut up to these cops busting in the room. And they're like, "Oh, uh, we got him. He's dead." He right. cut his own throat. Yep. But we kind of like see a half-ass body there. Yeah. Um. But we see the we see the uh, the gun and stuff. So
1: this is where the shots were coming from. But yeah. Stu's not dead. Yeah, they cut back to Stu and he's getting up. Yep. Cops are all like, oh, "Got you with the rubber bullet." But <laughs> If anyone's gonna shoot you, it might as well be us.
0: <laughs> they should have just did the little classic Dumb and Dumber. Gotcha. <laughs> 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 um, so yeah, they uh, come out and bring down the body that they found. It's the pizza guy. Yeah. And they're like, he's... And,
1: "And okay, how many times does this happen when they're carrying the body of a serial killer through the streets?" wrapped up you know on a gurney or whatever mm-hmm. and the victim's like i want to see their face <laughs> no never <laughs> <laughs> yeah you go ahead and grab the tarp and just you know yeah take a look at this dead body real you quick get
0: your fingerprints all over it too yeah, yeah. so yeah it, it, it basically the voice you know use the pizza guy as a patsy kind of so the voice is out there still this is not well the we don't here. know that well yet. we do we will hear in a minute because yeah. susan in an ambulance now he's getting you know Checked out or whatever. He gets a shot from somebody, and it yeah. like makes him go fucking dizzy or some shit. And this is when the voice, this weird guy, comes by, plays with his foot. Yep, that's dangling out of the ambulance. And, and it's like nice is,
1: shoes, <laughs> Italian. Eh?
0: And you can know you can recognize the voice. This is the guy he's yeah. talking to, him, and it's played by Kiefer Sutherland. Um, just kind of you know talks to him a minute and just. Walks off.
1: Well, he's, I'm glad you're being truthful and hopefully it lasts, and if it doesn't, I'll be back to kill you again. Hmm. You know, and then he takes off. And he walks off. Through the crime scene. Through the crime scene. With, with a
0: fucking rifle case <laughs> in his hand. And he stops to look at the phone booth and he's like, hmm, okay. I did a good job. <laughs> Walking through all this broken glass and evidence, and you're just like, no! 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 This has not happened! <laughs> no! Like there's not one person that's like, "Hey, have you guys questioned this guy yet? He looks kind of suspicious."
1: Is that a hunting rifle case he's got? Why does he have nope, that? No,
0: I just play the accordion. It's what's in here. A
1: very flat accordion. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's like that really bothered me. I was like, oh, nobody bats God. an eye at this. It's just ridiculous. But yeah, that's uh pretty much where the movie ends. Yeah, and then end. Yep. There's a ba-dum, lot of ba-dum. stuff about that that bothered me. Yeah. So. Um. Pretty s- quick and simple like that. It only comes yeah. in at an hour twenty minutes. So yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely a short one. Yep. So uh, I'll let you take your way with the first half on this.
1: I will, like I always do. All right. Um, this this was an interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we haven't done a psychological thriller, and right. it's kind of hard to take notes on something like that too. So yeah. it was interesting to yeah go through that process. Uh, the cops were just fucking horrible. This <laughs> Like, absolutely fucking horrible. They did not know their, sh- you know, yeah. asshole from the hole in the ground, straight up. It was horrible. Yeah. The movie was pretty predictable for me. Like, I kind of guessed it straight from the beginning, mm-hmm. which kind of sucked. But, yeah. I mean, you know, the acting was good, the sound was decent, mm-hmm. and, you know, it's a damn good idea. Yeah. I just think it could have been played a little bit differently. I agree. I was teetering on between a six and a seven. I think I'm gonna land on a six and on a this six. one. Okay. Uh. Cool, cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree with you there. That these are the worst fucking cops in the world. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is this is a very original idea. It's it's always cool to see a movie that takes place in like one location one location yeah. and to do a you know a full-length feature film and one location is pretty cool
1: and to not um, be bored by the shots either right
0: yeah they, they did a good mix-up with the picture-in-picture stuff and oh. uh <clears throat> all that um kellen farrell did a great job i think but yeah there's not too much craziness about it, it is it is very predictable I, I don't know what else i could say about it too much <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's just it's there i mean it's it's a decent watch it's not terrible I, I'd, yeah. I'd recommend it to i watch. wouldn't say not watch it no. Yeah, I'd say, you know, check it out if you have the time. Just yeah. pop it in one day or whatever. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to agree right with you. I'll give it a 6, too. Uh-huh. So, yeah, uh-huh. it's it's borderline. Yeah. so it's, it's all right. So um, It's worth a one-time watch, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. IMDb actually gives it a 7.1 out of 10. And fucking Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 71%. So, literally, wow. the exact same rating, pretty much. Yeah. Um, audience score is 64%, so people like me and you yeah yeah they kind of agree with us so um it's definitely not terrible so it is worth the watch yeah i mean
1: the acting like i said is yeah good
0: very good so um there are a couple really fun facts here about this um the events in the film occur in real time that's one thing so like this all took place in literally like an hour Hour everything that happened hour plus yeah so that was really neat the phone that Colin Farrell's actually talk, wor- talking on actually worked he was talking with somebody but Kiefer Sutherland's voice was added in post-production
1: uh-huh. so Kiefer really didn't do shit throughout this no, movie no he it's had like, like the one scene yeah I'll read lines and then I'll peek my head out for one yeah. scene and that's it hello <laughs> I wonder how much he got paid for this
0: I don't know I kind of want to research that and find I out too much yeah any of the extras that were in there did not read the script so they had genuine reactions to anything that happened <laughs> oh where's the one I found which oh. makes me
1: think that horror was an amazing actor
0: <laughs> maybe oh yeah Michael Bay considered directing this film <laughs> when he met with the writers and the producers the first thing that he asked was how can we get him out of the phone booth <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, yeah yeah that's perfect yeah
0: so, sir did you read the script I, I love the script the script is amazing but let's do something totally yeah, different
1: let's, let's not do that script and just call it phone booth anyways <laughs> yeah Maybe throw some explosions in there. Like, can we have the phone, like, explode in 17 different ways? How many times can we have the phone explode? (laughs) Like, oh my god. I just really want to add some lens flare to this. So, yeah.
0: So, yeah, there's some uh, interesting fun facts about it. There's plenty more, so, yeah, go check it out. I don't think we got anything else to say about this one. Yeah, no, I'm good. good. We're going to wrap this one up. We'll take a small break, and we'll be back with the B-side. B-side!
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Robertson's Lard. Yes, sweet, satisfying Robertson's Lard. It's great for almost any recipes, and 10 out of 10 doctors recommend at least a spoonful a day to keep those veins lubricated. So remember, Robertson's Lard. Find our new bucket form at your local grocers. And welcome back to the MFAB Podcast. Hi. beside. <laughs> So this is the B-side. Yeah. Um, today's B-side movie is a really new movie. I mean, this yes. literally just came out. Yep. It's uh, Death Race 2050.
0: We are recording today, and what's the date today? 20... 27th. 27th. So it's been out for 10 days, right? Yeah, this movie came out on January 17th, 2017. Yeah. So this is like brand fucking new. Yeah. So it was too good to not even pass up. So.
1: Yeah. I watched it, and I was like, yeah, we should probably do this one. And I was like, as soon as possible. Deal. Let's do yeah. it. it. Sounds <laughs> good. So, um, directed by the great Roger Corman. No. What?
0: No. No. It's produced by produced Roger Corman. By directed by GJ. God, that's not hard. Pro- G dot J Camp. I thought GJ was a name. GJ. Yeah. no It's hard enough to say GJ. G.J dot J. Toy boat boy goat. Toy yeah, boy, don't boat, do that. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> So who's in this? <laughs> um yeah, some people. Um it stars <laughs> it stars Manu Bennett, Malcolm McDowell, and Marcy um, Miller. Anyone else? Um bunch of other people. Bert Grinstead. I don't know how to say this one. Fulake Olawo Foyaku. Who plays Tammy? Anessa Ramsey.
1: Yeah.
0: We might remember her from a little movie we did a few weeks ago called oh. The Signal. Yeah. Yeah. Totally different character in yes. this movie. She is definitely showing her uh, range. Her range. So, yeah, we'll get into that in just a minute here. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Let me start it or you go? Yeah, might as well start it. All right. Um, so, my first initial thing from this is, like, this reminded me so much of The Hunger Games. We just had a discussion how I thought no. this ripped off The Hunger Games. No. But, <laughs> no, this apparently did not. Hunger Games ripped off this initially. So, anyways, if you've seen The Hunger Games movies, you're going to notice that this looks a lot similar to it um some of the characters will remind you of some of the characters from that movie too so anyways basically welcome to the death race yeah. i feel like we've done this before
1: have we? yeah yeah except this is this is this like is a little better a thousand times better
0: <laughs> <laughs> um we it's obviously it's what it is it's a death race you're gonna race across the country mowing down as many people as you can for points yeah kill
1: civilians get points mm-hmm. Drive across country, three-day trip.
0: Yep. Viewers from home are going to watch with these awesome virtual reality goggles and yeah. shit.
1: So you get to be the passenger inside the car.
0: <clears throat> yep. Each each rider's riding with a proxy that kind of puts you in that seat. Yeah. So. Um,
1: and so, we're, if you didn't know, we're in the United Corporations of America. Yes. Where uh, you're encouraged to sit your fat ass down and watch the death race. Yep. It's uh, kind of sad. And there's a really thinly veiled like subplot about the toxic waste or whatever they tried to cure cancer, mm-hmm. and they cured it, but it made people live a lot longer, so there's yeah. like a ton of extra old people,
0: yep, and you get more points for killing them, yeah, so you get
1: a solid fifty for killing old
0: people, yep um, so now we get introduced to our racers first up is Anessa Ramsey herself, yep. Tammy the terrorist Tammy the terrorist <laughs> um, if you've ever seen and once you told me who she reminded you of, I could not. From, see
1: it it's there <laughs> it's there you if, if it. you've ever
0: seen my name is Earl this is exactly like Jamie Presley's character yeah. from that show um down home redneck just yeah yeah and she's Same got haircut everything she's got like a cult following a religion yeah oh and she praised all these like weird gods what at one point she's like praised to Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah the saint the saint the patron saint. <laughs> yeah. With the Rock James Johnson. Dean at one point yeah. two and Aaron Ziggy Stardust yeah. at the end. Yeah, um, and you get introduced to the scoring system. Also, it's ten dollars for any adults, twenty for any child, fifty for any elderly. Yeah. So, um, and it's like you said, it's old new from old New York to new Los Angeles. Yeah. And well, it's, I did write down some of the, uh, the new town names, which are fucking Seem, great. Yeah. Uh, whenever we come across that, I'll, I'll uh, I'll mention them. But yeah, they're hilarious. Um, our next racer is Minerva. She's a singer-artist with the greatest song I've ever heard. Drive drive drive, 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 kill, kill, kill. That's the whole song. and uh, She's got a blockbuster sex tape. Yep. And I had to write down right after this, boobs. Titties! Titties! <laughs> There's a lot of boobs in this,
1: so it yeah it's a...
0: got some points from me. Oh, yeah. Um, yep, we mentioned how the viewers can watch with the VR. Yeah, and then our next racer is Jed Perfectus pretty much like an adonis
1: yeah he's uh your stereotypical like Aryan, blonde hair chiseled physique yeah yeah um he's basically what every man should want to be um but uh we'll get midway through his uh introduction we see the real star of the show who is frankenstein is in the building yes so
0: yep they kind of cut into him and this is four-time champion frankenstein um, and I had to write down, this is Kylo Ren, if he was a biker. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. His mask and the leather and stuff. So, um, we get introduced to them and then we meet our AI car, Abe. 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 I don't know what it, what it stood for. not remember what it stood for, but, uh, it drove itself and it had a person, you know, in there with it. Yeah. And, uh, its creator was a proxy. Okay. And, uh, we'll, we'll get to more of that later too. Um, a lot of interesting things about each of these characters we'll get into later. Um. So yeah, Frankenstein meets his proxy, a lady by the name of Annie Sullivan,
1: and he definitely does not want a proxy. No,
0: nope. he likes to be alone. Yep, exactly. Um, fun fact: I just had to research it. Annie Sullivan was the caretaker of Helen Keller. Okay. Yep. I don't know why <laughs> I remembered that. I don't know, but I heard it. that name and I was like, "God damn it! Why am I thinking of the miracle worker right now?" So, <laughs> yeah, it just made me giggle. There's so many bit.
1: things nowadays remind me of the miracle <laughs> worker. <laughs> I have to stop and really really do some research on it. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, the race begins. Um, and we got, like, a little montage of them taking off. Yeah, and Jed calls out Frankenstein.
1: Yep, right off pronounce. the bat. Yeah, he, is, he says, you know, it's time for the old to die, it's time for the new to be there. Yeah. And, you know,
0: and through some of this little montage, I literally wrote down, are they using fucking Hot Wheels for some of these sequences? <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like it. Right? Yeah, because there's a top-down view, and it's, like, literally... Like, you're just pulling the cars with a string or something. Yeah. yeah. And I'm pretty sure it was CG, and it's just, it's, yeah. it's bad. Fucking it's great <laughs> CG. <laughs> exactly. Like, I had great with an underline under it. oh nope. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, yeah, at one point, Jed gets stuck, and he literally, like, he mans his car out of a ditch, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And he sh- doesn't he shoot, like, one of his harpoons into something and then pulls yeah. the whole car out. Yeah.
0: Just straight, like, I am the ultimate and perfection you know everybody wants to be me blah 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 um but yeah and this is when frankenstein takes off his masks his mask because it's itchy yeah
1: which he's never done before right In all this time so everyone's like what the fuck
0: (gasps) oh my god and
1: all the proxies get to see it too yeah you know and we're
0: we're particularly following like one proxy like uh, there's one guy oh not proxy the viewer oh yeah yeah uh He's just, you know, in a fucking trailer with, like, 17 other people. 17 other old people. Yeah, and they're just sitting there watching it, and you put on, like, swim goggles, and you can watch it. Well, they're VR goggles. But they look like swim goggles.
1: Yeah. 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 (laughs) (laughs) I got nothing for that.
0: um, And we see the president, or chairman, played by the great Malcolm McDowell. Oh, before that, though, titties. Again. Yep, I have that right now. (laughs) Well, he's getting, watching and getting pampered, and I wrote down more boobs. I just have Frank pulls off the mask.
1: Titties! Titties!
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, and once again, if you've seen The Hunger Games, it's going to remind you of President Snow, but keep in mind, The Hunger Games kind of ripped off this original franchise.
1: So. Well, you know, a lot of things rip off a lot of things. Right. But
0: Paying homage is a nicer way to say it, I guess. I guess. We, we were inspired that. by the original Death Race to make Hunger Games.
1: Well, I mean, it's just the idea of, like... Uh, it's hard to talk about. Yeah. It. I mean, I, it get, just it
0: reminded me a lot of the Hunger Games.
1: Like I said, it's like saying that you know Nosferatu is inspired by Twilight. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Certain pieces yeah, are no. like picked,
0: whatever. Anyways, anyways, we uh, first city that they race to is called Upper Shitville. <laughs> Upper Shitville, formerly Baltimore. So, this is where we meet the AI car Abe. And he's literally eating out his proxy. Yeah, just fucking her
1: nonstop. Yep. And, and uh, she controls the level of orgasm she gets. So... thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> kind of
0: crazy. Tammy takes an early early lead as she just, uh, you know, as they head to this first checkpoint.
1: Well, she did take an early lead because uh, when she was being introduced, she was like, I left a little gift in Section G. Yep. And everyone scrambles to look for it. One dude finds it, ends up being a fucking bomb. Yep. Took out, like, I don't know how many people there. Yeah, but like And the they sh- credit her with those
0: kills yeah. so yeah she's got a huge lead right off the bat um, we find out there's these resistance fighters that want to stop this race um,
1: there there was a nice chop a dude in half scene right before this the resistance people
0: was that the, that's not the one with the the wire no that was towards no. the end that's what, towards the end
1: yeah there was one where with the wire going from two cars yeah I chop- thought that was up no this. that was in the end
0: Really? Because I thought they got half points for that. That's why Frankenstein was at a five, and Jed was at a f- five, too. Because they gave him both half points for that.
1: Well, I knew a dude gets chopped in half like three times in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was, there was one early on like that. I thought I
0: wrote it down, maybe.
1: Maybe not. Well, I know a dude gets
0: chopped yeah, in half. Yeah, it was an anyways. awesome kill. Good practical effects right Yes. Now. We meet the resistance fighters, and they're basically like road warriors. That's what they reminded me of. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know,
1: they want to wreck everything. Raiders. Yep. They want to kill the fucking drivers <laughs> yep. essentially. They don't like the death race. Yeah. So
0: um we uh cut over to Minerva. She plays her music. Drive, drive, drive. Kill, kill, kill. <laughs> and uh she kind of summons her fans. Best rap song ever. Yes. Yes. She summons her fans over so she can kill them. Yeah, but because uh,
1: they want to sacrifice themselves for their driver. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But uh, Tammy murders him first. Steals her fucking kills. Son of a... Like a bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Minerva's kind of got a grudge with her from yeah. this point on. So, um, and he kind of coaxes an interview out of Frankenstein at this point. They're just kind of talking. He really doesn't like her.
1: Yeah. Um, and he just, gives her three questions. Yep. And she asks him, and he, they're all no answer. Yep. <laughs> she no. She says yes or no questions.
0: and So... He teaches her how to do an interview. Yeah, you have to ask open-ended questions. So, um, and at this point, they drive past Bieber Elementary, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, they murder the parents. Yeah, well, they got a bunch of uh, handicapped kids lined yeah. up for the slaughter. Yeah, and the car takes a detour and runs down all the parents. Yeah. <laughs> so, but kids are worth twenty points. Yeah, but those parents were assholes. It's true. <laughs> they deserve to die. <laughs> Well, to be fair, the kids are going to die anyways because now they don't have caretakers. That's true. So, It'd be if sh- they were talking a long term
0: thing, he probably got all. The it points would have for been even shittier if after they killed the parents, they ripped out the ramps to get into buildings too. So <laughs> they're just totally <laughs> fucked. <laughs> Do I have a sick mind. Poor little kid. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, Abe crashes. He like kind of goes haywire.
1: For yeah, some reason. he goes all kinds of messed up. Yep. Ends up. Well, they get trapped by the resistance fighters, resistance fighters yep. and Abe just goes nuts and kills them all. Yep, and then he kills his own proxy. Yeah, but he can still drive, so he just kind of goes off on his Takes own. Takes the fuck yep. off. It's
0: like later. Yeah, <laughs> just goes off on his own little journey. So,
1: um, his little sub storyline didn't play into the story really at Not all, really except no. for that one point coming up. But yeah, kind of forget he was there. But it was fun. Because every time they cut back to him, they showed him just freaking the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Like, asking all these existential questions. (laughs) Am I living? Am I alive? (laughs) What am I? It's like fucking hell. Yeah.
0: So, Jed Perfectus gets a couple more kills, and we finally reach the Appalachian Desert, which is, like, the... It was the mountains or whatever, but there's nothing there anymore. Yeah. Pretty much, so... Wasn't it like former Walmart something? No, that's coming up. Oh, okay. We're not, we're not there yet. But uh, there's more resistance fighters, and they attack Minerva. Um,
1: oh, well, this is where she kills with sound. Yeah,
0: she explodes out of her music, yeah. Like literally just ex- the head
1: like blows up because yeah. she's
0: blast, drive, 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 kill, kill, kill. Yeah, her hit single. God, you, need to, get that a... you need to get that on a CD, dude. No. you no, do? don't. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so they reach checkpoint number one. Tammy's leading. Um, this is basically like when you reach the checkpoint and you get to stay in this swanky hotel. Yeah. Get dinner, fucking
1: massages, yep, hang out. Get pampered, whatever. Everyone border. fucks. Yep, pretty much. Um, this is where they cut to uh, Washington, D.C., which is... Formerly <laughs> Dubai. Dubai.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard at I that. I <laughs> So, uh, the chairman is having
1: this fancy dinner and comes up with something called a blood bowl. Yeah, with perfectus. Yeah. Because they, they want to make a new show to take over the blood race, which is just Perfectus, and people get in the ring and try to kill him.
0: Ah, okay. I didn't catch on to that too much. Okay.
1: Because he's getting sick of Frankenstein stealing the show, so he's like, you know, let's make this new show where everyday chumps get murdered by Perfectus pretty
0: much. (laughs) It kind of reminds me of, what is it, the rehabilitation show from uh, Idiocracy.
1: Oh, the fucking... Yeah. Monster Monday charm. Night Rehabilitation. <laughs> Get a fucking Pinto with a dildo pinto on Pinto with a dildo on yes.
0: <laughs> so, anyways, we go back to Frankenstein and Annie. They're in their room and showering, whatever. Annie is with the Resistance. She's a double agent. <sighs> dun, dun dun Um, <laughs> She's trying to seduce Frankenstein, but it's yeah, not working. Not working. And, uh, I don't know if we didn't mention it at all, but he's like a half-cyborg, kind of, right? Yeah, he's got a lot of upgrades to yeah. his body. Yeah, So So... Um, she doesn't. She kind of help him like fix his arm or whatever. He's fucking with something in his wrist yeah. or whatever. So it doesn't twitch. Yeah. So she's helping with that. Um, and at this time, we kind of hear through the wall that Jed and his proxy are banging. Yeah. But then we go over there and they're not. It's just her making noises. Like she's
1: actually like air humping. Yeah. And she's like ah ah. And he's ah. like, you're not shrieking enough. Yeah. <laughs> you're not sounding like you're getting fucked by like five hundred men. Yeah. This is what it sounds like. <laughs> So something is fucked up with Jed. Yeah, he's got some serious uh, sexual issues. Yeah, we'll
0: get more into that. But uh, we cut into go to Tammy's room, and a little butt shot of her. Yeah. So uh, she's like dominatrixing her proxy pretty much. Yep. So um, that's pretty pretty nice little scene there. Oh, yeah. And uh, day two starts. They're at the Red Zone Rally. They're kind of racing through the Midwestern states now.
1: Yeah, aren't they going along Bible Belt? Pretty much, yeah, somewhere along yeah, there. this yeah. is
0: this is where Tammy's homeland is at. Yeah, this basically. is the
1: day where the pedestrians usually fight back. Yep,
0: pedestrians shoot back. We are at Walmart Tonique, A.K.A. Arkansas. because yeah. <laughs> that's where Walmart started. Fun fact: Did you know that? Didn't care. No, you didn't know that. Uh, we all Walmart's from Bentonville,
1: Arkansas. Didn't care to know where Satan was born.
0: I don't know why I know that because I work at Target.
1: You're a monster. Walmart's the enemy. <laughs> Headquartered in
0: Minneapolis, though so I know that much. So yeah. Shop at Target. Shop at Target. Never mind,
1: dude. You. <laughs> you. Don't do that. <laughs> Not on our podcast. <laughs> okay.
0: So yeah, they're in Arkansas now, or what used to be. And a um, dude gets
1: cut in half at this. This point. is where <laughs> it
0: gets head. Yeah, Jed harpoons Frankenstein's car and slices guy in half before Annie takes it out. Yep. So. I told you. Um, yeah. Okay. I thought it was earlier. Never mind. Um, and at this point, Minerva kind of ends up in the deep South. Yeah. And Minerva's black. We didn't mention that. So yeah. she's kind of like sketched out cause there's like Confederate flag and shit all over the place. <laughs> yeah, So, uh, she's out of her element. Um, and we enter new Texaco, new Texaco is <laughs> Texas and Abe's still going, but he's like super depressed and having tons of existential crisis at yeah. this time. He's just like wandering around sad as fuck. Um, <laughs> And then we drive through meet Pakistan, meet <laughs> Pakistan, which <yeah>. is Kansas. <laughs> um, this is where Tammy's from. And Tammy's comes home to her church. Um, she wants to get some of her followers to lay down their lives for yes. the cause. Did you happen to catch the name of her church? No, I didn't. I, r- I had to write it down because I noticed it right off the bat. <laughs> Tammy's church is called the Interfaith Society of Inner Sanctity, otherwise known as ISIS. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I saw that I'm like, wait a minute, hold on, pause. I gotta write that down. So Yeah. Um She comes home to her church and I have written down virgins and chicken wings. Okay. Yeah. Apparently they're gonna sacrifice her yeah, for her. That's
1: what they get in heaven. Yep. Essentially is virgins and chicken and, wings. And
0: uh, Tammy's ready to, you know, mow them down and Minerva comes slicing through and steals her kills. Steals her kills. Right back. So it's at you, bitch, yep. So that just kind of added fuel to the fire yeah.
1: between those two. Um, let's see. Uh, so at this point, we cut back to Frankenstein's car, yep. and they're driving, and he has Annie take the wheel for one? I something, yeah. It. He's got something like stuck, because I've written down he nearly kills a little kitten. Yeah, well, he tells her to not you know, veer off course or whatever, mm-hmm. and she's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, don't veer off course, and she's going straight for this cat. Yeah. And, and then he like looks up and sees the cat and he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, like turns out of the way yeah. he didn't want to kill it, which is nice. Yeah, so it shows he's you know,
0: human. He's yeah, he's got a little heart. Such a cute little kitty. Um, and he asks what he does when he's not racing, and he's just kind of lonely the way it seems. Oh. Um, so they're starting to connect with each other, yeah. a little bit. Um, there's obviously a love story in here somewhere. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, um, Jed gets some more kills. So is Minerva. But her proxy gets killed along the way. Yeah,
1: they get ambushed by a bunch of Tammy followers yep. who have, like, suicide vest on. Yeah. And, and they just kind of grab him and blow him up. Yeah. More
0: great CGI. Oh, beautiful, dude. Love just it. beautiful. Love it. Um, Frankenstein ends up getting stuck in, like, a field somewhere, right? Yep. And this is where Annie turns off her VR feed, and she tries to kind of escape... Basically, well, she, she knows what's farm. happening. Yeah,
1: because she talked to her, you know, resistance friends, yep. and they're gonna attack him now. Yep. So this is when he gets ambushed by like resistance, resistance.
0: attack ninjas. <laughs> That's
1: exactly what I wrote. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's the same here.
0: But they have like these badass, like electrified, like
1: nunchucks and yeah like, sticks or like, whatever. I'm trying to think of what I can reference.
0: <laughs> fucking paycheck and Ben Affleck's sweet stick fighting skills. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry, the skills were way better than than yeah. Affleck, but.
0: <laughs> but they have like these little. Oh, what's the dude from fucking uh, Injustice? Nightwing. Yeah. That had this the stick. Wasn't yeah, that like but, electrified? Yeah. Yeah, that's what
1: the one guy. But had. it was only the ends that were electrified. Yeah. On these, there's got to be some. I, I just can't pinpoint it right now. My they're badass though. Yeah. And
0: once again, more great CGI with the electric. <laughs>
1: it's, ele- it's, they're electrifiedness. Sticks with fake electricity. At the oh my Yeah,
0: they're so cool. But uh. Frankenstein's a beast and takes them all out. Yeah, and, uh, murders them. And kills the last one by like just squeezing the life out of his head. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is always fun. It's pretty cool. Um, and also more boobs. Yeah, boobs. Yeah. titties. <laughs> I might have to give this a plus two for the amount of boobs that were in it. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, this is also available on YouTube, too. So Yeah, I didn't know that before I rented it, yeah. but whatever. I was wondering how long before it gets taken down because of the nudity.
1: I don't know. It's a good question. Yeah.
0: Well, it's on Netflix. Yeah, Netflix has it but YouTube does isn't supposed to. Yeah. So. Interesting. It
1: went straight to Netflix. Yeah. So, no. if anyone wants to watch this. It's can, on Netflix. Yeah.
0: And YouTube. And Redbox. So, um, and he returns and just kind of hops back in the car like, cool. Man, <laughs> yeah. I didn't know where I went there. And uh, instantly pulls a gun on him. Yeah. Um, but then he Could Takes like, a gun from her. Yep. grabs it, puts it back on her and then, like, crushes it in his hand.
1: Yeah, because, you know, super android
0: hand. He's a cyborg. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is when she turns her camera back back on and mows down one of the rebels. Once again,
1: oh, yeah, he, CGI. He, he makes a point of killing the last rebel, so she, like, watches it, you know? Yep. Like, so. this is what happens to your resistance, bitches. <laughs> yep. And he
0: kind of orders her out once they get to the rest point. Yeah, they um, get to checkpoint two at this time. And they're arguing; she wants to kill him, but just can't, because like she's committed to the resistance, but at the same time,
1: she starts to feel for this guy. Yeah, because he's a human, and he's just in it because of the race. He's Mm -hmm. not in it for the money or the fame or anything. He's just all about the race. Yep.
0: So Annie chats with Minerva, and this is where like we learn
1: Minerva is just all an act. Yeah. Like her whole fucking speech yeah. or Yep. The way she acts, what she does, it's all a fucking act. She's very well educated. Her dad
0: was like the president of Stanford or whatever. Yeah. So yeah.
1: She doesn't speak urban. Which I can't in imagine
0: in this world that they're in what Stanford is. I don't like, know. Like is it still a prestigious university or it's probably like a state and they call it New Stanford. where they really learn <laughs> how to learn how to make French fries there or something. I don't know. Um and then we cut over to Jed's protein commercial. Yeah, which <laughs> is so funny. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, and he kind of freaks out, and he goes to fight with Frankenstein. Yeah. He just wants to kill Frankenstein so bad. Um,
1: super gay fight.
0: Yes, yeah, super gay fight. And you, you kind of learn here that Jed is, like, having a sexual identity crisis. Yeah, he
1: doesn't know what he is. Yeah. Because he keeps seeing himself as, like... A, a ballerina. A ballerina, yeah. <laughs> this is the real you.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ah... Sure.
1: But he's supposed to be, you know, the man-man, man. man. Right. man.
0: Um, so, yeah, during this fight, he almost kills Frankenstein, but Annie kind of comes to the rescue. Saves the day. Yep. Um, this is where Annie and Frankenstein kind of share a nice conversation on a balcony as she, you know, uh, soothes his wounds or whatever. Yeah. And she's she's trying to get him to join the resistance at this point. It's like, You're, you'd be perfect for us. You know, everybody looks up to you we could use somebody with your influence in the resistance. Yeah, but so. he's not having it at all. No. He's like, I don't want any of that shit. And let me cut over to the
1: chairman sure. yep. getting laid yep. by a tranny, maybe? That's actually the leader of the resistance. Oh, was it? Yeah, they're working together.
0: Oh. <laughs> you didn't God. catch that? No, I didn't, because <laughs> she looked like she could have been a tranny there.
1: Well, she has her hair up, in yeah, and yeah, the was, resistance, okay. and then... I thought for a
0: second they did look similar, but I guess I didn't really notice it. So.
1: Hmm. No, that's our. They're working together to that take off the
0: rule change on day three.
1: And why all the fucking resistance dudes are, like, pinpointing Frankenstein. Oh my <laughs>
0: god, this makes so much more sense now. <laughs> Mind exploded. So, yeah. When you start day three, there's been a rule change. Uh, the races have been ordered to stay on the government approved route. If they want government protection, yep. they go off, you're on your fucking own.
1: Yeah. Um, Which doesn't really matter because the resistance is all pinpointed on those government roads that are cleared up because they're working together. Yes. Yeah.
0: So, uh, they start off in the Mormondia people farms, otherwise known <laughs> as Utah. Good old Utah. <laughs> Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, Frankenstein comes across some of his fans that are, like, waiting for him to be killed by him, and he just kind of drives around them. Yeah. He's like, I'm not gonna beat Jed by his kills. Yeah, he wants I need to
1: beat him by time. So because this is a fucking race, not a massacre. Yep.
0: Um, and Minerva and Tammy get ready to play chicken. Oh yeah. And uh, they're just about to crash, and this is where Tammy's proxy kind of freaks out and like jerks the wheel aside. So, oh, bitch. Yep. Um, and what did I have after? Oh yeah. Tammy ends up making that proxy into, like, a
1: suicide bomber. Yeah, throws a vest on him or whatever.
0: Yep, and causes Minerva to go over a cliff. Minerva and Tammy kind of, like, share a little convo. Minerva's like... Tammy's like, are you ready to see God? And
1: And then she prays to, like, Tom Hanks
0: and fucking... Yeah.
1: (laughs) Whoever her gods are that are all, like, celebrities. So funny,
0: yeah. And Minerva's like, I see God. And she's black as shit. (laughs) Uh, And fucking dies. Um, and this is where Abe comes roaring up and just impales Tammy. Out of fucking nowhere.
1: Here comes Abe, RKO's Tammy into the fucking wall.
0: And then finally, like, has had enough of his life and blows up. Yeah, self-destructs. So So it's literally just down to Jed and Frankenstein now. Yeah. So, um, and the resistance is full on force now. We're stopping anybody from crossing that finish line. Yeah. So, um, Chairman kind of hacks into Frankenstein's car and talks some shit to him.
1: Yeah cuts out his uh, visuals and shit and yep. reveals all of his intents they mm-hmm. um, have the resistance
0: fighters on full attack mode it's just mayhem they're all pretty it's much going after Fury Road at this point yeah cause not not only did it remind me so much of that because of the w- Road Warriors but God damn it, Manu Bennett looks like fucking Tom Hardy too
1: yeah I, mean, pretty I, was much like, I kept looking I'm like are guy. you sure
0: that's not Tom Hardy Yeah, they look so similar Um, Frankenstein's, you know, surviving And he's racking up the points, too Because he's taking out resistance fighters, too And at one point He goes up on two wheels What? Yeah, Because this is a suicide move Yeah (laughs) Like, let's How have They have done that Have they done that in any of the Fast and Furious movies?
1: Dude, like That's not even a question Yes I don't even care It's probably (laughs) happened
0: I think they have I think they did in the fourth one you sure? i don't know i'm gonna say
1: yes that's like
0: total fast and furious move right there yeah, well but yeah it's pretty sick um jet is still in the lead um and
1: this is where they get to uh new la yeah land of a thousand islands because <laughs> it's pretty much flooded
0: oh yeah and the i have written down um the uh, uh media guys like tough titties he wrote down tough titties. He said tough titties for some reason and that made me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I wrote it down, but anyways. Um it basically looks like Jed's gonna win and out of nowhere. Um well Frankenstein wants to leave. He's like, We can just leave. Yeah. We can be
1: done with this. You know, yep. you forget the resistance, I'll forget the race, let's go to an island somewhere. Yep.
0: <laughs> Live out the rest of our days. Annie won't let him. Nope. Yeah. He's like, You need to do this, so He's like, okay, and then instantly, he's, like, right next to Jed.
1: Yeah, they caught up, like, magically. Because yeah. he's a badass fucking racer. That's his thing.
0: <laughs> Who apparently has the power of teleportation, too. And super racing. <laughs> yeah. So Jed kind of, like, hops out of his car, and they starts fighting with him. Um, and then a random rooster comes out of nowhere. Yep. Did not see where that had fit in with
1: anything. Why not? Eh, I guess. Jed ends up going off a cliff. I love how he dies, or how this happens, though. Because... They start flying off the cliff and the T V station is like, Isn't that car heading for the T V station? Yep. And the announcer turns around he's like, Well that's sixty points for Jet and we're signing out right yeah. now. <laughs> and the car comes crashing through. Yep. and
0: um, and Frank signs right at the finish line, stops like just before it and he starts coaxing the viewers to like, you know, help him run down the because he's like, like, I should run down the chairman, that'd be a thousand points. So like everybody watching is like, one thousand points. One thousand yeah. points. And then runs down the chairman, like, going, like, five miles an hour. Yeah. But he kills him. Yeah. Takes him out, so. And
1: then he turns to the proxies, and he's all like, go
0: out and kill everybody. Yeah, basically <laughs> he says, go fucking murder everybody. And then the next scene is, like, literally, I've written down, riot! Yeah.
1: Somebody hit somebody! <laughs> everybody kill everybody! He convinces the world to kill itself, essentially. Yep.
0: And uh, him and Annie just kind of watch from a mountaintop as the world just crumbles and explodes and right. burns, and yeah.
1: So it's a happy ending.
0: And they're like, well, we are going to need somebody to repopulate. And you're Did like... And they share a kiss, and it's credits. Yeah. So, You're going to take the lead on this one? Yeah. All right. That is Death Race 2050. Death so, Race 2050. Um, I literally just finished this before we started recording, so I haven't had too much thought to put into it, but um, seeing as this is the second movie we've done about a death race, this is... Exponentially better than that one. Oh, like a million times better than that one. Yes, a million. And I gave that a one, so I think I'll give this a two. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <It's true. laughs> no. Wow. Um, no, this was actually pretty entertaining. Um, it's it's a cheap B movie. It is. Yeah, this it, is like the epitome of B movie. Yes, exactly. Um, and it's awesome that they're still, you know, in 2017 they're still making movies like this that are, you know, that B movie quality. That it's it's good. It's entertaining. Um, this there's really not much to say after that it's a b movie it's <laughs> yep. you know nothing great is going to come out of this but uh i did was amazed at anessa ramsey's character as we saw her in the signal oh yeah And here she's got a, wa- a lot of range yeah, so totally different she did a great job um and i guess manu bennett from what i've heard from other people he's been in like the arrow and stuff too he's been in arrow the tv show yeah. i think okay so um you know he did a great job too and as always malcolm mcdowell he's malcolm a legend McDonald's, yeah he's yeah. a legend so um i'm actually gonna give this a seven seven so wow. well let's bump it up to an eight with the boobs wow there's a lot of titties in this so really, off no. boobs alone i'm gonna bump it up to an eight so <laughs> this is very entertaining so <laughs> nice yeah if you get the chance check it out like you said it's on netflix it's on youtube Redbox, whatever definitely go check it out it was pretty entertaining so
1: yeah all right. Um I'm actually in the same vein. <laughs> okay. Uh, the soundtrack is good. The acting is what you expect it to be for a movie like this. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a true B movie. Mm. This is what you expect when you go look for a B movie. Um, it's got some good editing, which I enjoyed. Like I said the soundtrack was good, though. The CGI was absolute garbage, but it yeah. was beautiful. <laughs> then and the thing I loved about it is there's a lot of a good amount of practical effects like you know, yeah. peppered in throughout the entire movie, which some I always look for. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was gonna go with a seven, but you just convinced me to bump it up to an eight. Alright. <laughs> we'll agree on that one then. Yeah. 'Cause I I mean I would definitely watch it again. Okay.
0: <laughs> so as you settle on eight? So we both yeah. give it eights. Um <laughs> This is where it's gonna differ a lot because the IMDB gives it a three point six. <laughs> nice. Alright. Rotten Tomatoes, audience score, 33. 33. <laughs> Tomato Meter, however, fucking 100. <laughs> <What> 100 fucking? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, obviously some mixed reviews, but it's definitely worth checking out. It's, what, only about an hour and a half? So, yeah, yeah, it's not that long. Another quick, quick movie, so definitely worth checking out. Um, there's a few, several quick little facts that aren't even facts, even. <laughs> Frankenstein's gloves are made by tactical supplier Rothko.
1: Oh, I was wondering where he got his gloves. Yeah.
0: So there's some free advertising, Rothko. You're welcome. Yep. And Jed is wearing... Send wait. us free stuff. <laughs> Jed Perfectus is also wearing Converse All-Star High Top Sneakers, a.k.a. Chucks. Yeah, Converse. Send us, Send free, us free stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, there's really no other fun facts besides this. Since it's so relatively new, this I don't is think. Uh, What was the other one? This is... Uh, Oh, it's the sequel or soft reboot to Death Race Two Thousand yeah. from nineteen seventy five. So which starred Sylvester Stallone and David Carradine? Nice. So I mean, and was what directed by B movie legend Roger Corman? No, no,
1: he didn't direct that one. Nope. No, this is by I can't remember who it was by, but I know it's not Roger Corman. Roger Corman is like known for like B movies, though.
0: I thought he did Death Race Two Thousand.
1: I don't think so. Look it Are you up. Sure?
0: That's what I am looking yeah, up right do now. Do it. Death Race. Two thousand. Paul Bartel, I guess, did it. Yeah. I thought it was like Roger Corman's Death Race, though. That's what I thought. Why he did it,
1: though. Well, see, Roger Corman's known for B movies, though. Oh, okay. That's like his thing. Okay.
0: Well, I guess I'm wrong for quoting that then. So my apologies. I should be okay. So, um, I don't think we got anything else for today.
1: Oh wait, hold on. He did the other Death Races, though.
0: Oh, the ones with, like, Jason Statham and shit?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. That's where I know him from. Oh, well, wait, he was a producer on that, too. Huh.
0: He has a lot of experience with the Death Races, then. Yeah, he's, okay. he's
1: been there for Death Race. Right. A legend like in his own right. Death Sport, he directed.
0: A legend which, in his own right. Which anyways, Death so.
1: Sport? I mean, I'm looking at the cover right now, and that looks awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's put it on the list, then. Literally, look at that. It's like Wonder Woman on a motorcycle, kind of.
1: Okay. <laughs> Put it on the list. Except it's a dude on a motorcycle. Is it? like shooting okay. a gun up in the air.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was far away. Yeah. And it was small. But So, yeah, if you're enjoying the show, you like what you hear, um, look us up on Facebook. Uh, we are Movies from A to B or at MFAB Podcast. Uh, we actually just got a very nice share from a a ringing endorsement yeah a ringing endorsement so we're going to return the favor for uh, uh, Zombie Bunny Films um, they wrote are you obsessed with movies good for you so are these guys tune in and listen to their unhealthy obsession about all kinds of movies like Movies for Made to Be on Facebook for updates so
1: thank you thank you Very Zombie much. Bunny Films
0: everybody out there who's listening go check them out they have uh, their page looks like they're awesomely obsessed with horror and anything creepy and messed yeah. up so super cool thank you once again zombie bunny films thanks for listening so we are also out there on twitter at mfab podcast and you can hit us up through email mfab podcast at gmail.com yeah so,
1: and uh if you're on itunes please give us that five star review yeah. hit us up with a you know nice little word or two or a bad word as yeah. long as you give us five star yeah give shit. us
0: a five star and then talk shit whatever yeah We'll still uh,
1: read it on the air, too.
0: Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share as well. So um, I don't think we've got anything else left for today, so that's going to wrap it up. We uh, thank you for listening, and as always, I'm Aaron. And I'm Gavin. And we'll see you next time.
1: Bye.
0: Next week on the MFAT Podcast, we talk baseball in Chicago with hardball. And then we raise some hell with Pet Cemetery 2. So until next time. That's a wrap. Cut.